Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Starting started. Welcome to Camp Constitution Radio with your host, Hal Shirtliff. This show is heard on WBCQ of the Planet every Monday and Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. These times are subject to change, especially if you listen to this on the numerous platforms like TalkShoe, Podomatic, Amazon, uh, iHeart, and a dozen others. It is brought to you by Camp Constitution, which, among other things, runs a week-long family camp. And next year's camp will be held from July 17th to the 22nd, Sunday to Friday at the Singing Hills Christian Camp and Conference Center in beautiful Plainfield, New Hampshire. We also have a ladies' retreats as when we're in the process of booking a weekend retreat uh, for families as well. So to learn more about what we do in addition to our camp programs, please visit our website, campconstitution.net. Now, uh, everybody, of course, uh, not just in the United States, but around the world, are uh, talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, and I will not be an exception to that rule. I want to discuss it a little bit, and then I'll have some really good news about our Christian flag lawsuit. Anyway, um, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, if you if you listen to the leftist narrative, he is a white supremacist, neo-Nazi that uh, got an AR-15, which was illegal for him to have, and crossed state lines into Kenosha, to shoot black people, people who were peaceably protesting uh, uh, the, um, the 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 shooting of a black man by police, a black man who, by the way, survived. He did not die. He was uh, handy. He is uh, partially crippled because of it. But yeah, all he did was try to kidnap a child, uh, and um, also had a lengthy police record. And he pulled a knife on the policeman, and the policemen who were involved were uh, rightfully acquitted of, or, or no charges were filed since they were acting properly. But that's not enough for the left. They have to riot. They have to burn and destroy any time a, a, a grievance like this, and they must assume it's white supremacy. It wouldn't matter. Uh, I mean, if it were black policemen doing this to a white black guy, would, would that be any different? Black, there are plenty of black policemen out there. But no, it, it has to be if a white cop does something uh, and it, uh, has an engagement with a criminal who happens to be black and, uh, and a death or an injury occurs, then it must be white supremacy and racism. The United States is the least racist country in the world. We, maybe, we probably couldn't have said that 30 or 40 years ago, but we can say it now. And it's a good thing that it is. But it's not good enough. They, the left wants to see this country destroyed. They want a race war. They want a civil war. It's become so painfully obvious. I remember when um, the O.J. Simpson trial, O.J. Simpson, uh, a very successful uh, Hall of Fame football player, and he had a good career in doing advertisements, and he was a broadcaster. I think he was liked by everybody who knew him, 
you know, as far as uh, the people who listened to him or watched him, his commercials he would do. Uh, he was a celebrity. Uh, you know, he'd play, he, he would play uh, golf with some of the top golfers in the country. I don't know anyone who hated him because he was black. Uh, he got, gets involved in an incident. He, he's accused of murdering his, his ex-wife and the wife's. I don't know if they were, if they were boyfriends or friends. Uh, and he was acquitted. Well, the white people didn't riot. Well, I remember I was in the, uh, when I lived at the time, I lived in Boston on Webster Street in Hyde Park. Across from me was, the, uh, was a junior high school, predominantly black. And when the verdict was read, they're all cheering. All these uh, kids are all cheering because O.J. Simpson was found not guilty. Well, he's either guilty or not guilty. Uh, I tend to think that he was guilty, but the jury said no. I, I didn't sit there for days on end and listen to all the evidence. So, okay, he's, he's found not guilty, and, and, and that's it. It's uh, no reason to riot, no reason to uh, promote a race war, no reason to say that all black football players are murderers or black supremacists. But no. A 17-year-old, and by the way, they call him a child. Some people refer to him as a child, others as a man. When you're 17, you can join the military and, and, and within a short time be proficient in an M16 and other weapons. So uh, he was a young man and no doubt immature, as most 17-year-olds are, but still mature enough to own a weapon. So, uh, so he had, five, I think, five or six charges against him. Three men, two men uh, were, were killed, one was wounded, and uh, also there was a weapons charge that he was, it was illegal for him to have this weapon. And he, a lot of folks thought, okay, he'll be acquitted on the more serious charges, but he'll still do a year in jail or so for having this weapon. Well, it, it, it was discovered that first off, the barrel was not of, of the length that was illegal. He didn't bring the weapon into the state. It was already in the state. It was someone, I don't think it was his. I think it was a friend of his. And why was he there? Why was he in Kenosha? Why did he cross state lines? It's interesting. These same people who are okay with open borders all of a sudden look at state lines as some sacrosanct. And you better not cross it unless you have a really good reason to be in that other state. Well, the 48 contiguous states and the two uh, and the territories, every U.S. citizen has a right to travel to these states. There are no borders. Uh, you don't have to go through a checkpoint, Charlie, uh, to get from Boston, from Massachusetts to New Hampshire or from Illinois to Wisconsin. And I've, I've actually drive used to I used to uh, travel to Wisconsin about twice a year and um, sometimes drive from Chicago to uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. And I go. I remember stopping off in Kenosha, uh, maybe once or twice, uh, having something to eat. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, you could cross state lines all you want. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's dad lived there. He had, other, I think, he had other family members there. He worked there. He was a lifeguard. He was a, a police and fireman cadet, uh, and he was trained in uh, as a medic. And he brought his medical equipment or his first aid equipment uh, to the scene and. He was there earlier in the day uh, scraping graffiti off of a school building that the wonderful Black Lives Matter and their Antifa friends uh, placed there. But when they're not smashing and burning, they like to put graffiti everywhere, especially on statues of uh, people they don't like, which is just about everybody. So um, thankfully, there was lots of film, videos from all different angles, even aerial videos. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, so the weapons charge was dismissed uh, a, a, a day before uh, the jury, I think it was a day before the jury uh, deliberated. It should have never been there to begin with, and I think the two prosecutors were far leftists that enjoyed trying to railroad this young man and destroy his life. Uh, the lead prosecutor actually uh, said that these people were heroes. These people that went after Kyle were heroes. They were the only heroes there that night. Not Kyle, but the three, the three men, two of them who died. They were the heroes. One of them, uh, Joseph Rosenbaum, was a child molester, 11 accounts of sodomy against little boys, uh, spent 10 years in jail. He should have been arrested, but spent the rest of his life in jail. But uh, he got out of jail, and he, he was not a good person. Let's put it this way. And yes, he used the N-word when he called Kyle several times. And I think as they just didn't think Kyle was going to pull the trigger. They didn't think he was going to use the, the, uh, the AR. That's, I think, the, the problem. And the second guy with the skateboard, uh, Uber, he also had, had, a, had a, a felon, a felony uh, conviction. In fact, all three of them did. The one that survived, uh, uh, Grosskreutz, he uh, he also was a uh, had a felony conviction. These weren't good people. Now, Kyle didn't know anything about these. He didn't know that the first guy he shot was a child molester. He had no idea who these people were, as uh, no one else did. I suppose at the time uh, that Kyle had to uh, had to, had to, had to shoot them. I think he showed uh, poise. I don't know how I would have acted. I hope I would have acted like that if uh, I was accosted by uh, these people. He uh, he only fired a few rounds. He didn't take his AR, which is a semi-automatic. And by the way, AR doesn't stand for assault rifle, as some on the left. It's, it's Armalite. That's the company that manufactures them. But there's numerous... Uh, types of types of uh, weapons that are the similar I have a, a Smith and Wesson uh, that's we don't I don't call it an AR but it's the same uh, same as the uh, the AR 15 it is a 50, uh, it's a um, I forget what model it is but so there's lots of other weapons that have the same uh, same ability so it's a, what they call a semi-automatic and all it means is you pull a trigger a bullet comes out every time you pull a trigger that's it uh, and the word assault is sort of uh, one of these misguided terms. Anything that can be used as a weapon is an assault weapon, whether it be a rock, whether it be a board, a two-by-four, a baseball bat, or a skateboard. And yes, if you do a little search, uh, you would find that people have been beaten to death by skateboards. I mean, they're, you know, you get metal and you've got hard plastic or whatever, uh, fiberglass or whatever material. It can be very dangerous uh, used in the in the right way uh just like a baseball bat it can be used it can be used to play a game uh, and it can be used to kill people and uh, i'm not sure how many people have been beaten to death by baseball bats but i would say a whole lot more that have been shot by ars especially those that are owned legally and in fact the number of people murdered by ar i think is like point zero 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 one percent most of the murders uh, that are committed with hand with, with guns are committed by or used by handguns, and most of the people who are, sh- kill, are using the handguns were criminals to begin with. And most of those guns are either been stolen or owned illegally. Uh, and I do think that dangerous felons should not have the right to own guns. They've given up that right when they go out and commit crimes uh, using handguns. Uh, so uh, when the verdict was read, I was delighted to hear that. 
it it, it did say it because if he was to fi- if he was to be found guilty the jury and the country was saying it is no longer legal to defend yourself against a violent mob if you try to do that you will be put you will be jailed for the rest of your life especially if you take someone's life that it's racist to to oppose a a riot a, a riot that is being committed by the left it's okay it's okay if it was a bunch of right-wing extremists rioting i guess it's you can go shoot people all you want to and be called a hero like the uh capitol policeman who shot an unarmed woman who whose crime who's probably the worst thing she did was trespassing and we don't even know she did that since many of the capitol police actually waved people in you see that on video but you won't see that video on the major media outlets except maybe newsmax or um newsmax or um Fox News. Um, but what they, it's interesting the reaction. Athletes, leftists. Uh, Colin Kaepernick said that it's uh, it shows white supremacy and the system must be taken must be cha- to- totally abolished. So, Colin, what are you recommending? Should Kyle have been summarily executed, arrested, and then shot on the spot? Is that what you're advocating? Because that's the system that you seem to support. You're you're you love you love Castro. You love com- uh, communist Cuba, so maybe we should just shoot people arbitrarily. Hey, you were at this event, just take them on the brick wall and shoot them. No trial, no jury, just shoot them. Is that what you want, Kyle? What kind of system do you want? You know, you, you don't say you want to destroy something, but you don't say what it is. And it's interesting, too. Some of the reports have told us that Kyle was, was a proven white, white supremacist, neo-Nazi, militia member and and his victims were black well his victims were all white he shot three white men but these three white men happen to be basically foot soldiers for the democrat uh, although i'm reading reports that though they weren't there to cause any trouble i don't know why they're chasing what were they there to do you know if, if there's a riot going on uh, you might he may have been innocent by it but i doubt it what were they there? What, what, what was their purpose? And did they cross state lines? Did any of them? How many of the looters and rioters cross state lines to get to Kenosha? But you don't hear anything about their, their uh, right to, uh, they, that they cross state lines to do mayhem. And yeah, the guy there, uh, Grosskreutz, uh, had a handgun. He pulled a handgun out on Kyle. What was he supposed to do? Oh, well, I'll let you shoot me. Because I'm a, I'm, I, I need to pay for my sins. I'm a bad person. My white supremacist. Actually, there was absolutely no evidence at all of Kyle ever having anything to do with white supremacy. And even if he was, aren't white supremacist and black supremacist and communist and Nazis aren't they, aren't they entitled to the same protections under the Constitution of Wisconsin and, and the United States? Do they, do they have no rights? You know, if someone says, I'm a white supremacist, uh, oh, well, you have no, you've lost all your rights. You don't have a right to speak. You don't have a right to own a weapon. You don't have any rights because you said you're a white supremacist. What if you're a black supremacist? Do you give up your rights as a black supremacist? No, of course not. So that really has no, that really means nothing. But I guess it, uh, it means everything to the left. I guess it's, it's the motivation, which is more, worse than the crime itself. And I'll give you an example. Some years ago in Boston, this white guy, that was in his 20s, took a baseball bat to this elderly black man who was walking down the street with his wife. And he called him some nasty racial epithets. He didn't rob him, but he, you know, the man survived. 
And the white, this white trash uh, was, I think, for the actual crime of beating him, he got like a year in prison or six months. But for calling him racial slurs, it was a hate crime. And he got, and he got five years. So the, if he just took his wallet and beat him with a bat and didn't say anything, or said, oh, I love you, and was singing, uh, you know, singing uh, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, it would not have been a hate crime. He would have got six months, maybe a year for the robbery. Who knows? But, uh, but it, it's the thought, I guess, it's more important than the actual deed um, in the eyes of the left. And it was interesting, too. Uh, I watched the videos. Every, lots of Americans watched the videos. And the jury watched the videos. And I don't know that some of the jury members were probably Democrats. Uh, and they all said he is innocent. And they acquitted him on all charges because they sat in that courtroom and they heard the evidence and they saw the evidence. And this kooky prosecutor who knows nothing about gun discipline, he points it. Yeah, it was unloaded, but you never point. It's one of the first few things you learn uh, when you learn about firearms is you, you never put your finger on the trigger unless you intend to shoot it and you never point it at anyone unless you tend to shoot them it's just practice it's just uh discipline you just don't do it but he did he pointed that at the jury and he put his finger on the trigger and you know oh it's never loaded famous last words yeah alec baldwin uh didn't think the gun was loaded and then he ended up shooting somebody this lefty actor who hates america and hates the right to keep and bear arms except when it when it's for them but not for the average american so um no, no, you get all of the media sources uh, still are sticking. They, the left doesn't relent. Oh, gee, we were wrong about this. No, they double down. And I hope that Kyle will sue them and sue them greatly. I hope he gets uh, millions of dollars from all of these media sources uh, for all of this smear. smear. And, and he's going to have to deal with this the rest of his life. You know, there are people who believe this stuff and will probably try to harm him. Uh, it's just amazing how the, the hatred of the left, it's just, I've never seen anything like it. You know, I grew up in an area that was predominantly Democrat. They went crazy in those days. Yeah, they might have liked the higher taxes, but they didn't hate America. They disagreed with you, but they respected you. I had neighbors, uh, and even up until the 2000s, you know, they were Democrats, but they, they loved me. They didn't agree, but they come out and they defend me when the charge of racism was was levied. This no, no, no. We don't agree with Hal on all our things, but he's no racist. Don't even go, don't even go there. That's uh, you know. But today, you just have to disagree with somebody, and they not only do they go, they want to cancel you. They want you fired from your job if you have a business. They want to boycott it. They want they'll hound your family members who probably have nothing to do with your beliefs. They'll they'll hound you anyway. You know, so we just need to push back. See, the thing about bullies, is, I've discovered that most bullies are cowards. And when you push back, you know, they relent. So we just have to push back. I don't mean shoot them or anything like that, but just stand up in the, in the arena, you know, in the market or the, you know, the arena of ideas and the platform. Just stand up to them. And, you know, if you lose your job, there'll be something better, God willing, down the road. Now, if they, uh, I've noticed that a lot of these times when they try to uh, – try to uh, boycott a business that works against them. There was a particular place in Lexington, Massachusetts, beautiful Wilson Farm. It's been there for many years. 
and uh, one of the some of the lefties discovered that the owner uh, made a donation to the Trump campaign. I don't know if everybody in his family supports Trump, but it's they're his business. And so they said, oh, we need to boycott. The employers should walk. The, the employees should walk out and discuss. Well, I drove by there about a week later, and the place was mobbed with customers. So I guess it didn't really have any impact. Uh, and we make sure that when we have events in Lexington that uh, we will uh, use, uh, we will um, be good customers of this uh, of the Wilson's Market. Anyway, I want to touch touch uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, change gears just for we got a few minutes left. Um, uh, Camp Constitution, uh, you've heard about our, many of your regular listeners, you've heard that we have a lawsuit against the city of Boston because they refuse to allow us to fly the Christian flag. Well, um, and I just kind of give a short overview. Back in June, I think it was, you know, June of 17, I was asked to participate in a prayer meeting in the office, the mayor's office at that time, Mayor Barney Walsh. Reverend Bruce Wall, an inner city pastor in Boston, invited me. He invited a lot of people. He didn't invite me specifically, but invited a lot of people, a lot of his Facebook friends. So I attended, and I was very impressed. Uh, Now, Barney Walsh had nothing to do with this. He was nowhere to be found. Uh, He's not going to be around when people are praying, I don't think. Anyway, uh, we were blacks and whites and Hispanics and Asians, and we prayed. We prayed for peace. We prayed for the city, the city's leaders. I think we sang a few hymns, and uh, we were out of there within a half hour, 40 minutes. It was a very nice ceremony, and I thought, you know, I think Christians really need to step up to the plate, those who are true Bible-believing Christians um, in, in the city. And so I thought, um, why not fly the Christian flag? And for those of you who are not familiar with the Christian flag, it's a very simple, it's a white field, a blue chevron, the left, the left uh, part of the flag, top left. And inside is a red cross. It's known as the Latin cross. And this flag, well, mainly used by Protestant denominations, it's, it's a, um, not a, a flag of a particular church, uh, <clears throat> And if you see it today, you might see it on independent Baptist churches. Uh, and a lot of denominations and the Catholic Church have their versions of a flag. The Catholic Church has what they call the Vatican flag. And I think the Episcopals have a, a, a flag. And, but this flag is a non-denominational, and it is also not copywritten. So anybody can take the flag and do what they want. You know, you can, uh, So I thought we would have a flag-raising ceremony. On one of the uh, on Boston City Hall Plaza, where they have a public access flagpole, uh, where we flew the Gadsden flag within a ceremony uh, several years before that without any issue or incident, and so I called the lady that was in charge of the permitting, and I either called her or emailed her. I can't if I I think I might have called her first, and she said, "Well, send me an email, give me some dates." And she said, uh, and what you plan to do? So I emailed and I said, well, we want to have a ceremony uh, on Constitution Day, which is September 17th. I think that year it fell on a Saturday. And we, and we didn't really want to do it on a Saturday because City Hall is closed and you have to pay extra money for, uh, for, for the janitor to open up and, and give you the key to the, the, the little device that used to raise the flagpole. And so we, we were going to do it on a weekday, uh, about right after, like, between 11 and 1. And we would have a ceremony. We were going to have Reverend Stevie Kraft talk about uh, 
the need for racial harmony. I used the word racial reconciliation in the past. I think racial harmony is a better word. Uh, we are going to have a pastor, William Levy, of the um, uh, a pastor who who was formerly from the Sudan, and he uh, has an incredible testimony. He was going to simply talk about the blessings of liberty as a U.S. citizen, and then we were going to have Rich Howell talk about Boston's rich Christian history from uh, Governor John Winthrop in his sermon on the Arbella uh, to Pope John Paul II's visit on Boston Common, where they flew the Catholic or Christian flag of the Catholic Church uh, back in 1979, and other uh, other things. Uh, and the flag would have only been up there for probably a day, half a day, a couple of days. Usually, uh, if there's another event, uh, that flag would come down. Uh, so, so it may have only been up there for a few hours. Uh, we were denied after about a month of, uh, you know, the, I, I, I think I followed up about two weeks later, and the lady I dealt with said, oh, you haven't, I'm surprised you haven't got it yet. Anyway, we were denied uh, officially in an email saying that it was a separation of church and state. And ironically, the city seal as well as the city flag uh, has a Bible verse in it from the Old Testament. Well, we then, uh, Liberty Council uh, took the case, and after I sent out a news release, and, you know, Liberty Council was, uh, took the case pro bono, filed the demand letter, which uh, gave the city 30 days to respond. They didn't respond. Uh, lawsuit was filed in July of 18 uh, in the First Circuit Court, well, the Federal Court in Boston. And there were several uh, court appearances, and I think there was another suit that was filed with more information on it than the initial one, and we were denied the First Circuit Court of Appeals, three to zero, and I think it was brought to the Supreme Court, I think it was in July, uh, maybe later, and uh, September 30th, the Supreme Court said that they will hear the case, and just a few days ago, we got a date of January 18th at 10 a.m., the Supreme Court will hear the case, we'll hear arguments for the case. And uh, the day before, we're going to hold a prayer vigil, and I'll have more information about that, but we already have commitments from uh, people like Coach Dave Dobbermeyer, uh, Pastor uh, Dave Whitney of the Institute on the Constitution, uh, of course, Liberty Council, uh, a lot of their folks will be involved, as well as Bar- uh, Barbara from Harlem and her daughter, Bibi, uh, Pastor Earl Wallace, who was with, with us from the beginning, one of our instructors, and uh, and hoping for for many more people just to go out in the the steps of the uh, of, of the Supreme Court and pray that uh, we will that our case will be won that we won the case. Uh, the city has uh, said to us that they most likely will discontinue the practice of flag raising if we win our case. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, we'll you know we'll put it. It's in God's hands again. This was never my intention to uh, have a. a, a a decision or a case that the Supreme Court will hear. This is really, uh, I think it's really out of my hands to the extent that I think it's just, it's God's, this is God's doing, not my doing. I'm just a, a humble instrument, that's all. But I, I think it will definitely prove that you can indeed fight City Hall uh, and sometimes win. Um, and uh, the city told us that they will discontinue the practice if we do win our case. So they say they may consider discontinuing, which I'm sure they will. But it's exciting. Uh, it's generated lots of interest. So I'm hoping it would generate interest in other things that we do, uh, all of our activities and our, our, our resources that we make available on our website. 
and other things. And it's interesting. Um, there are some people that just so they just. I got a, I got a, a lady on face on our Facebook page said, "Oh, she's thank you for this information. We'll never allow this to happen. You can't just a separation of church and state. That's in the Constitution." Well, the first clause of the Constitution says that Congress cannot establish a church or deny the free exercise thereof. It doesn't say anything else. Why is it that you can't have any religion in government? Government has to be totally secular, just nothing but atheists. No Christian should be allowed. I don't know where they come up with this stuff. Well, I do know. The government schools that teach this, this garbage, they actually, and they get very angry. So they've been, they've been told a lie all their lives. And then when they see something like this, they react in a very negative and angry way because they've been, they should be angry at the people who have lied to them all these years. Then I got a, a, on our, we have a, I made a little video uh, back in September of 17. It hasn't got many views um, about Boston's Christian history. I just took a walk around Boston Common and Boston Public Garden and looked at the monuments and statues and plaques and read, and read them. Kind of undeniable that you know, so if, if we're so secular, then why, why are we talking about our history? All these people that have something to do with our country and our city, with Bible verses and Christian and the monuments with Bible verses on them and all these other things. What, what's that about? They don't. And so the one guy said, "Oh, the city, the city already offered you a permit." Well, the city never gave us a permit to fly the flag, the Christian flag. They said that you could have a ceremony and you can bring on the flags you want the christian flag you could you know have a a hundred foot christian flag you just can't put it on the flagpole well the whole idea was it was a flag raising ceremony that's what you do at a ceremony you raise a flag you put a flag on a flagpole you don't bring the flags with you you put them on the you put one on the flagpole so um it, it's just anyway i think we're running out of time You've been listening to uh, Hal Shirtliff, Camp Constitution Radio, and until next week, may God richly bless you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.